Bhagavad Gita is a book of mankind's collected experience of and answers to life's most basic questions. Who I am? From where do I come? What is my purpose and destiny? And most practically, how do I find happiness? These podcasts originate in the lectures of Neil Bhatt, a disciple of Swami Chinmayananda. They are presented here in 20 to 30 minute segments, each covering three of the Gita's 701 verses. Welcome to Gita Wisdom for Daily Living. So we had been discussing chapter 18, Moksha Sannyasa Yoga, Yoga of Liberation Through Renunciation. And as we had been wondering all along, why this chapter, after all the discussion on Bhagavad Gita, that we are now reinventing the concept we have already discussed before. The way the Bhagavad Gita is written, Chapter 1 gives us the scenario of where we are in our life. We are in Arjuna Stiti when we face a real complicated situation, we break down. So Chapter 2 gave us the revelation about who we are. It gave us the insight into what is our true nature is, what our capabilities are, and how we can achieve that ultimate goal that I have in my life is to achieve permanent happiness can be achieved. So we need to have a strategic plan to achieve that. I took a management course a few years ago at the University of Richmond. Our professor for the planning made us change for about 10 minutes. Capabilities plus opportunity is strategy. It's a keep chanting. Capabilities plus opportunity is a strategy. If I am capable of achieving something, then there's an opportunity for me to achieve that where I have to create my strategy to employ my capabilities into the opportunities. So in Bhagavad Gita, Chapter 2 gave us the capabilities. What are your capabilities as you, the self? And all throughout the Bhagavad Gita, we have seen the opportunities. That we have all the opportunities to achieve that ultimate goal of finding permanent happiness. So chapter 18 is a work plan. It's a strategic planning now. How I combine the capabilities that I have inherently which right now I'm not aware of before I learned Bhagavad Gita that now that I know that I'm capable of achieving this and all the opportunities laid out by Bhagavan in the from chapter 3 to chapter 17 how do I combine these two and make a strategic plan of how to live my life is chapter 18 is all about we have seen so far that all my life I mistakenly thought that accomplishing things, achieving things will give me happiness. And we tried all opportunities that came across our way to accomplish things and achieve things, but we never found that happiness. So now that we know that I'm capable of achieving, but I may be applying my capabilities in the wrong field, so when do I get a success? 
when i apply my capabilities in a right field of actions and perform right actions that that's where i will achieve my success so so far we have seen in bhagavad gita bhagwan said renounce all the false notions you have about where your happiness lies that's what you have to renounce renounce everything that you are not so if i have a gem or diamond and it's covered with mud or whatever that is which is not allowing it to shine through all i have to do is renounce all the layers which are on top of it to reveal what's inside so bhagwan said that give up all the false notions and renounce all the false identifications and thou shall achieve the goal which you are trying to achieve that's basically the whole goal of bhagavad gita so we have heard this word over and over again tyaga and sanyasa in bhagavad gita and when we apply in a wrong manner it gives a wrong result it's like a program program is designed to give you the final result but your data you are putting is in a wrong manner the wrong result will come out so we learned tyaga and sanyasa we associated tyaga with whatever i'm not doing i need to give up what i'm accomplishing but i have to give up if i apply that bhagwan said you will get wrong reasons so in this chapter in the beginning arjun asked define for me so that i don't get mistaken where to apply this tyaga and sanyasa define for me simple definition we heard was sanyasa is giving up all desire prompted actions we have learned before giving up sense of agency is sanyas and giving up the anxiety for the fruits of actions is tyaga two simple definitions the renunciation is not renouncing anything also we can very conveniently say that means i don't give up anything i can live my life as undisciplined way i was living and i can still achieve that well that's also not promoted here therefore then bhagwan explained that tyaga is also of three types asamit se aapko naukri mili thi apne chhod di kya hua you got the job and you left the job it's a tyaga one of my uncles was really looking for a bank in in olden days and when i was growing up bank job was the best in india minister to work for bank of baroda she used to make four times more money than i made as an architect so he got a job in the state bank of india he was posted in indore where we are from gujarat obviously so he said well, this is not working out so i'm going to give up the job so he gave up this job once he came back here in gujarat he started looking for bank job all over the place and he never found one he was most miserable so he did give up something but out of fear of this is too inconvenient for me so bhagwan described this tyaga also should be done in a manner which will be effective for you so he described three types of tyaga there one is tyaga out of your confusion moh which is tamasic tyaga without understanding why i am doing it something which i am supposed to be doing but i decided not to do because it is inconvenient whatever that is so this is tamasic tyaga or there is something i am giving up because it is too painful to do i am supposed to do this but i'm not doing it because it is too painful to do taking care of my family i'm supposed to be doing but in this recession market now it is too difficult for him to do the bhagwan said that tyaga is rajasik tyaga 
The last one he said, one who continues to do the work he's supposed to be doing, but giving up the sangha and the phala. Only two things he said you should give up. Attachment and expectations for the fruits of your actions. That's a sattvic tag. So only thing you are asked to give up in the entire Bhagavad Gita is one, attachment, and second, expectations. And the two things you have to give up. He says, such a tyagi is an intelligent tyagi. So verse 10 described an intelligent abandoner who then achieves his ultimate goal. Tyagi sattva sama vistaha. Person who has given up things which are supposed to be given up. Sattva Samavista, he is pure, he is not confused by anything. Medhavi, he is intelligent. He is an intelligent Tyagi. Chinna Sanseyaha, who has no doubt what is to be given up. We constantly struggle with what should I give up which will make me happy. Maybe I give up all my relationships. So that way I don't have to worry about them. I am trying to figure out what will give me happiness if I renounce everything. The intelligent Tyagi, Bhagavan said, is one is Sattva Samavista, he is pure. He has no confusion about what is to be given. Chinna Sansayaha, and no doubt left where his happiness lies or her happiness lies. Nadvesti akusalam karma kusalena anusajyate. Now, after understanding what is the intelligent way of living, here is my strategic plan comes. I have decided I am capable of getting the ultimate bliss, that life which will give me the complete happiness. I am capable and I also an opportunity. In this world, there is nothing that can disturb my peace if I live the way I should be living. I just read on one of the WhatsApp messages. Swami Shivananda from Varanasi. He is now considered the oldest man living on this planet. He's 123. So there's like a one-minute clip and says, what is the secret of your long life? And he says three things. Bland food, yoga, and life without any expectation. And he's considered the healthiest person. The clip shows him doing all the yoga Pandiji does, the longest living person. So the key to success here is no expectations intelligent person will continue his life doing what he needs to be doing he will know that there was something will not be very conducive for me nadvesti akusalam karma when something which i'm supposed to do is not conducive to my temperament my liking my situations he does not hate that it has come to me as part of my duties i have to do it kusale na anusajjate who does not attach to conducive situation, conducive actions. Somebody says, Neil, let's have a music party. That's very conducive. I love to do that. We have to get up early morning for a job tomorrow. No, no. We can do it till midnight. Dancing party. Can we go home? It's already 10 o'clock. I need to go to sleep. I have to wake up. Akushalam karma. So Bhagavan said, such a person, he said, when he puts up in that situation, what he has to do, what needs to be done, he does not hate if it is not conducive, he also doesn't get attached to something which is conducive. That's how he lives his life. Intelligent way of living life is 
do what you need to do don't get attached don't hate things which are not conducive do not get attached to the things which are conducive because you know that this will change too don't get attached to things which are conducive don't be afraid to deal with the things which are not conducive that bhagwan said is an intelligent way of living what we try to do is divide our life into two avoid everything that is not conducive and try to get all the things that are conducive and bhagwan said that we are torn in these two efforts you know avoiding and acquiring avoiding and so next verse says nahi deha brutam sakyam tyaktu karmani asyasatah it is not possible if you come to the conclusion that this is too complicated how do i decide what is right and wrong i'm just stop doing it bhagwan said deha brutam embodied one one who has a physical body is an individual now because he is an individual he also has a mind and intellect he has a mind and intellect he also has desires and goals and tendencies and he has to at least support his body therefore it is not possible for him to give up all the actions completely we have seen this before in chapter 3 karma yoga nahi kaschit kshanamapi jatu tishtadi akarmakrut even for a moment even for a fraction of a second you won't be able to stand still without doing any actions it's just a law of nature activity is a signature of life and therefore as long as you are living there is no possibility of you not doing anything therefore never pursue inactivity you have to pursue activity in an intelligent way yastu karma phala tyagi sa tyagi abhidhiyate the who is tyagi the one who is giving up the karma phala that's all is asked for in entire bhagavad gita bhagwan said when i talked about tyaga all i ask you to give up is attachment and expectation for the result such a person is a tyagi so therefore i say don't try to give up actions we have also seen in previous chapters gunatita bhava he said well that's also not that the gunas will go away in chapter 14 we learned that gunatita means when gunas are present i don't despise them when gunas are not present i don't long for them whatever the situation i'm facing external and internal my mental conditions my internal environment whatever it is don't fight with it trying to fight with your mind is a losing battle mind is more powerful than you are so bhagwan said whatever the condition accept it as is anistam istam mishram cha trividah karmanah phalam karmas results are either anista calamitous istam agreeable or fruitful profitable or mishram is mixed this is like very obvious prediction just like in the olden days astrologers used to come in our streets the lady sitting outside and the guy will say behan ji aap sabki sochte ho lekin aapke koi nahi sochta you are thinking about everyone but nobody thinks about you aapke haath mein yasi nahi hai aapko jasi nahi milta it is basically a very obvious prediction which works everywhere then mata ji say oh yeah yeah pandit ji aapne barabar hua 
अब बताओ क्या पंडित जी नाउ द फेस इज ऑन द हुक इट लुक्स लुक्स लाइक भगवान इज स्टेटिंग वेरी हैप्पीस इफ आई परफॉर्म एक्शंस इधर इट विल बी फूड विल बी कंड्यूसिव और नॉन कंड्यूसिव और समवेयर इन बिटवीन व्हाट आर वी डिस्कसिंग हियर आई नो दिस I go to submit a proposal, go for an interview. I come back. People ask, "So, Neil, what do you think?" I say, "Either we're going to get it, or we're not going to get it." <laughs> right? In between, they may say, "Your proposal is great. Come back again." You know? Well, why Bhagwan is saying it? Bhagwan is discussing this because karma phala is not just the physical results which we get. Real karma phala is the impression on my mind of that action. when i do something and the results come and how that makes me feel leaves an impression on my mind that impression eventually becomes my tendency that tendency i will carry not only here but hereafter not while i'm performing this actions but hereafter now the hereafter can go as far as i want to take so every action leaves an impression on my mind that impression is everlasting changing the makeup of my mind like they say any anything which you put in your mouth will change your brain chemistry forever because everything which you eat will have a chemical reaction and that will change the chemistry of your body and therefore it will have a lasting effect on your health so same way any action which you perform the result which comes will leave an impression on your mind that impression will be everlasting so therefore bhagwan said bhavati atyaginam pratyah natu sanyasinam kvachit these results are either good bad or in between are for the people who have not given up the attachment and karma phala for them these results are very relevant impression which is left on my mind as long as i have desires and tendencies which create new desires new desires create new actions new actions create new impressions new te- the cycle will continue for that person is very important what the result is because that will decide my next state of existence i did something i got success i do it again and again i do something i fail i don't want to do it again natu sanyasi naam kvachit this is of no consequence for the person who has given up this expectations for the fruits of actions because there is no impression left on his mind because he never expected anything whatever came he accepted as the prasad everything is offered to my lord and whatever came back is a prasad to me if that's the attitude of life in bhagwan said none of the actions will ever bind you we'll stop right here om sarve bhavantu sukhina sarve santu niramayaha sarve bhadrani pashyantu ma kaschit दुख भाग भवे ओ शांति 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 हरि ओ श्री गुरुभ्यो नम हरि ओ